0: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to the Voice of the Cape 91.3, the time just 11.31 and uh, shukran for that beautiful program just before this and uh, inshallah our guest today, that's Mullah Sabri David, the Imam at Masjid Thani and the Honorable Imam will be once again looking at your marriages, at our marriages and our lives inshallah. So we're taking your questions and your answers. So feel very welcome. To send through those SMSs on 47913, that's the SMS line. that's 47913. We'll be taking your questions and uh, inshallah, we will provide the answers as well to the best of his ability, inshallah. Allah, to make it uh, very easy as well on Mawlana to go uh, give you those answers, inshallah. So, shukran for joining us. Mawlana, Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi
1: Wabarakatuh. Wa Alaikum, Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh, Mawlana, and Assalamu Alaikum to the listeners as well. Indeed, a great pleasure to once again be in the studios of the Voice of the Cape, and always a pleasure to be of service to the community and to the Ummah, inshallah. May Allah accept from us, inshallah.
0: Amen. So, yes, uh, Mawlana is here, and uh, inshallah, you can uh, send through your SMSs. Remember, 47913, I must have with you, and our honorable, respected guest. That's uh, Mawlana Sabri David's uh, Nazim Peterson, that side, and Ismail Falaam. And as well with us today Uh see Kanita Kamara, producer um, She's the supervising producer for today So that's our team, inshallah So you're most welcome to send through those messages With anything that you'd like us to know I hope thus far that you had a wonderful um, holiday period And also may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect and uh, preserve you, inshallah Grant you also a very prosperous new Gregorian year And also, as you know, Rabiul Awwal that's uh, the month 1436 and uh, hopefully we pray and we make dua we supplicate to Allah we beseech Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the khairat all the uh, prosperity and all the blessings inshallah for our families and our loved ones and our neighbors inshallah that you may have a very productive and effective and efficient year uh, this year inshallah and for to our children i know on tuesday it will be the matriculation uh, the the matric results that's coming out i think it's this tuesday Uh, so for all your children that are currently or just completed their matric, we hope for the best for them inshallah and just to remind them if they did not make it it's not a problem they can try again because uh, life is not just all about uh, smooth sailing there's always tests there's always trials there's always tribulations in life so Let us remind them that that's part of life, and Inshallah, just be there for them, listen to them, be there. Inshallah, Malana.
1: Yes, indeed, Molana. We wish our matriculants well, Inshallah, and uh, we ask Allah to uh, to grant them, uh, you know, khair for the future, whether they're going to study further or whether they're going to work. Inshallah, either way, we ask Allah to give them khair. Inshallah, also just. uh, on a very, you know, uh, we are currently, alhamdulillah, in the um, maulud season. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night having been the official date for the celebration of the, uh, or the commemoration of the birth of Rasulullah mm-hmm. sallallahu alayhi wa And we want to uh, request listeners, inshallah, that let us not confine maulud to last night only. Instead, maulud is every day. Mm. And so therefore we, we beseech listeners, let us not confine it to one night of salawat, and one night of, you know, whatever adhkar we made and salawat we made, but let us do it on a daily basis, inshaAllah. And I believe, Mawlana, that one of the ways in which uh, we can celebrate uh, the life of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu <laughs> alayhi wa sallam and his birth and his coming to this dunya is by following him in every way. And one of the ahadi that I mentioned in my presentation last night in the masjid is when the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu <laughs> alayhi wa sallam all that he requests from us, nothing much, he says, La ahadukum hatta that you can never be a true believer you can never be a true believer until such time where i become more beloved to you than your parents your children and all mankind mm. and so this is then to me true maulut True, maulud Yes indeed We're not going to comment On the many many f- ways In which it is celebrated uh, This is not a forum for that But suffice to say If we're going to confine Maulud maulana To the uh, Just a few minutes Between Maghrib and Ishai Then we need to revisit Our our outlook On the whole aspect Of the life of Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, And how beloved he is to me Then With that said also Maulana If I may just use this opportunity It came to my news uh, and, uh, The other day Or in fact yesterday Last night that uh, near to Captain's Club station In Mitchell's Plain There's seven uh, families Who are currently squatting mm. And out of these f- seven families Five are Muslim Five Muslim families And due to some reason or the other All their homes have been destroyed uh, Through fire And so we made an appeal to the community uh, last night in the masjid, you know, those who are willing and able to assist because these people need blankets, they need food, they need clothing, they basically need everything. Mm. And no one else, no NGOs or anyone else has come to their aid. I have someone in my area and I will gladly share the number of the person Mm. they can contact. uh, In fact, if I may do so right now, Molana, Mm. um, the brother's name is Rafik, Rafik Ahmed. And uh, if we can contact him just to uh, because he's coordinating the assistance program from our masjid. Mm-hmm. The name is Rafik Ahmed and his mm-hmm. number is o seven eight six double three. Six five six one. That's Rafiq Ahmed on zero seven eight six double three six five six one. Listeners can contact him if they want to do give uh, you know any assistance to those five. In fact, to those seven families of which five are Muslim families who have lost everything in a very bad uh, fire uh, not too long ago. With well, that said, Molana. Mm-hmm. Inshallah, we want to say. That may Allah grant our marriages khair and noon inshallah. Amen. And uh, whilst we're waiting on some SMSs to come to Ramulana We want to start and just uh, give another dose inshallah Of a, a very imp- some very important aspects of marriage One of the important aspects of marriage is forgiving The Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked the Sahaba radiallahu anhum That do you wish Allah to forgive you? Do you wish that Allah should forgive you? And obviously they said of course ya Rasulullah And then he said then forgive each other So, forgiveness is that component without which we cannot live, Molana. Forgiveness, in fact, or the lack of forgiveness, causes great hurt to the heart. The person that does not forgive his partner, or anyone for that matter, he will forever walk around with that weight of hatred, that weight of anger, that weight of, you know, when he sees the person, he turns his face. When he sees the person, he walks away. He doesn't even want to make salah next to the person. So this is one of the disadvantages of not forgiving. Uh, He doesn't want to be in a person's company. It causes a whole lot of stress in his life, while the person that he did not forgive is walking around smiling. The person is walking around free. The person doesn't have that extra baggage to carry. So forgiveness is one of the main components in a happy marriage, and it should also be such that forgiveness must be mutual. My spouse should not forgive me, but I forever hold things against my spouse. So, the component is that the spouses are able to forgive, that they do not hold grudges and act judgmental towards uh, each other, inshallah. Mm. I think we are up for a
0: break, Molana, inshallah. Yes, after yes, the break, indeed, we will continue, you inshallah. So, uh, your SMS once again, 47913. Our guest today is Molana Sabri Davids, and we are taking your questions, and that's pertaining to your marriages. Yes, uh, this is the voice of the Cape, Pen. it's quite a different. I see, with Ismail Falender, uh, he's uh, taking part, uh, taking care of the technical aspects today for us, and Alhamdulillah, it's uh, truly a lovely uh, to have him with us uh, for a change different uh, technician but alhamdulillah as we look at your questions once again there are about three questions Molana, thus far that we're looking at remember our guest today that's the honorable Molana sabri davids the imam at masjid ruhthani and uh, Molana once again answering your questions pertaining to marriages and uh, specifically marriages i see that there are two Questions, not exactly, but Inshallah, Molana will uh, answer those uh, as well um, uh, Just before we do continue Molana, your classes on the Friday evening The marriage classes yes, again. I'm so glad Molana mentioned
1: uh, As yet, uh, we haven't started Because the year is still fresh mm-hmm. But Inshallah, as soon as we are ready to again start Inshallah, we will announce it uh, Both on the radio and of course in the Masjid jummah etc mm-hmm. But Inshallah, we hope to start uh, soon Within the month of January And we will just continue where we left off Inshallah mm-hmm. It will be on a Friday night uh, after Maghrib uh, convenient time, you know, chilling time. So, what better way to chill than to sit in the house of Allah? Yeah. So yes also uh, and, uh,
0: uh, advice and uh, yes, yes. information And yes. alhamdulillah to, to yeah, We're so uh, fortunate to have these type of classes in our Yes, I, I tell the couples Kikki op a
1: fredag aan make die jylle aan Come from work, leave the kids somewhere And then, uh, you know, come sit in the class And after the class, go have a cup of coffee mm. What happens after that, Mulana is none of our concern None of our concern
0: <laughs> Yes, alhamdulillah I, I think my wife and I, we always look You know, we can we leave the kids so that we can a little some bit sometimes yes yeah. yes absolutely. couples need that eh? absolutely so
1: absolutely
0: um let's get into your questions it says uh, can a muslim family okay this is something different can a muslim family have supper at a christian family home i'm sure this was Many people probably looked at this during this period of time Yes, Um, I want to start off by saying that
1: uh, the whole question of Ahlul Kitab comes in there We are allowed to eat from the Ahlul Kitab And by the Ahlul Kitab, it's those people really that believe in the oneness of Allah And I'm just giving it a nutshell explanation, Molana, Because uh, firstly, this is not a forum for that Um, Ahlul Kitab are those people who believe in the oneness of Allah But they have not come to embrace Islam We're looking at the the Judaism, uh, the Jews Mm -hmm. and and, and the Christians. But now one needs to also look at, at, uh, and this is perhaps not also, uh, you know, this being a very public forum, one doesn't want to uh, ignite a fire, but suffice to say that uh, the question we look at is the current day Nasara. Mm -hmm. Are they in fact Ahlul Kitab? Do they believe in the oneness of God or the Trinity of God, the Holy Trinity? So this is the question we need to look at. Um, I want to contextualize it though, Molana, and say that in our instance, and we are very unique in the whole of South Africa, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and probably other parts of the world as well, there is such a very beautiful interaction between Muslims and non-Muslims in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. We intermarry, we live next to each other. we have a Muslim a, a, a non-Muslim that becomes a Muslim. And then he still st- continues to stay in his family home. Yeah. I, for example, at the madrasa, at our masjid, there's one, in fact, there's more than one case where the non-Muslim granny brings the children to madrasa mm. and she actually beats them if they don't go to madrasa. Oh, yeah. And she says, and these, uh, one of the grannies told me in so many words, "Allah are is learn very important.
2: And
1: I will never say that yeah. So this is the kind of setup and situation we have in Cape Town, and I think many, many listeners will agree. Mm-hmm. It is also such that as Antigawa is not a bit too sick, he will go to Antigelisbet. He will go to Antigelisbet, Antigelisbet is a bit too sick, and as Antigelisbet will go to Antigelisbet, he will go to Antigelisbet, he will go to Antigelisbet. This is the beautiful uh, coexistence that is in Cape Town. Often what happens, and I've seen this, I've experienced this, and I've, I've, I've really, it's very rife, where non-Muslims have so ma- much respect for us, they would actually say, please, I will give you the money to buy the goods, uh, the ingredients for the food, and you cook the food, mm. but you come have the meal at our home. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that, and I think the, the issue comes down to, and it boils down to, can we eat the, the meat, because that is the part where Allah's name has to be mentioned mm-hmm. upon slaughtering, and can we eat from the utensils? So now I just want to say the meat part, we know that there's probably more halal butchers in Cape Town than what there are non-halal butchers. Yes. We have a great majority of non-Muslims buying from halal butchers. So obviously one would insist that the meat must be halal and the best way and, and 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 to secure that is probably say okay i will buy the meat give me the money i will buy the meat as far as the utensils are concerned uh I, this was a question that, that 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 I raised with um with one of the muftis uh in fact with mufti karan from the mjc and uh, because i was asked If we look at hiring companies that hire the utensils out to non-Muslims as well, and the utensils come back, maybe they've eaten non-halal foods out of those plates and cooked it in those pots. What is the status? Can we utilize those utensils? And uh, Mufti mentioned to me that, yes, it is permissible because the... Prohibition in the early days of Islam was with clay pots and pots, or clay utensils rather, and utensils made of uh, such material that it absorbs uh, whatever goes into it. If wine goes into it, it is absorbed. Clay has that quality. Um, Even the, I think the, um, what's it, the pumpkin a yeah. uh, skin which was used has that quality, and even the water skin that was used back in the day, it has the quality of retaining some taste, some smell, and even you know some uh, yeah thirst still present. So because mm-hmm. of that, it was prohibited. But with steel and glass, none of the effects remain. Hence, if it is cleaned, you uh, normally then it is it is clean. Mm-hmm. So the utensils may be used. I always say this: if you are in doubt. Be frank to the family that has invited you and say, look, you know, our religious limitations. Um, and in in, in in view of that, can we work out a middle path where we cater for us in terms of the actual food and utensils? And uh, we, because it's family, obvi- uh, often, Lulana, it's family, and how do you, uh, how often you, your refusal may offend them. Mm. So yes, indeed, then uh, work out and be frank, and then listen, this is my religion, but I don't mind and I feel honored. Mm. We must remember that, Eating with them is not, is not haram. Eating from them is the question. Mm. And uh, like we explained, you know, the whole issue of Ahlul Kitab comes in. And again, for this forum, it is not really not, unfortunately, a forum. Yeah. As for the aspect of the utensils, yes, we can eat out of the utensils that they have utilized, even to cook in uh, where, where non-halal meat was cooked in. Mm-hmm. I hope that satisfies uh, the listener, inshallah
0: yes yes um we're going to go for our ad breaks now remember those questions on 47913 our guest today it's from the sabri david and uh, inshallah you'll we'll be taking your questions
2: the voice of the cape 91.3 fm series. my radio station radio station,
0: our radio station, the voice of the
2: Cape
0: Molina, we were speaking just before the break, speaking about uh, the situation of this uh, eating, you know, by, by other people um, in Hospital, just a light-hearted, short little story um, there was a gentleman that was with me, was probably like nearly 70 years old and he was telling me about in uh, Simonstown mm-hmm. he was telling me they grew up in Simonstown they live next to the masjid he's a Christian gentleman and he say this time of the year just before Christmas time and all those children that don't have any clothing now for Christmas they don't have new clothes and the other mm. he says then the imam of the masjid in Simonstown he's speaking like, like 40 years ago or something he said then the imam would make sure that those kids have their clothes The imam would make The mom was Suhalallah. also the tailor in the area yes. So for all the poor kids He would make them their Christmas outfits, outfits. And uh, yes. see to their shoes And everything Yes. So say yes. said like Christmas time it's, uh, you know, yes. Everyone yes. has their clothes Because their imam yes. personally sorted yes. them out And he says you know, Even as Christian people, Muslim people Living together The time when the adhan goes off Everyone is in the house Yes. They, they had that relationship yes. with each other.
1: You know Molana, as you're speaking I'm actually getting shivers down my spine. I, I was told in fact I even experienced this as a young, very young lad uh, in district 6. I, I can't even tell you because uh, by the time that, mm. that <laughs> <laughs> to, I started to understand I to them for seven too. But be that as in may, we return quite often and uh, I used to always go to my grandfather Myself and my siblings, we used to all, always go to my grandfather who stayed in Muir Street. My grandfather used to be the kid at the Liberman, you know, the hall and the library and the Kerem Club was done, the boxing club was done, so on. It was in Muir Street. But I can remember there was a, uh, there was a gentleman, Mr. Jacobs, who used to mind the, the creche. And we used to go down to Mr. Jacobs holiday times, you know, and the, 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 the aftercare was there and the, and the creche and so on. And at all times, as het geraak het quarter to one, dan jam Mr. Jacobs who was a non-Muslim that Jai for come mm. come come? You And this was the case in district six that the non-Muslims used to remind the Muslims khajera mm. ni of khajera oh, ni of khajera yeah. masituni. Yes. And this is the beautiful kind of relationship that was between Muslims of the coexistence between Muslims yeah. and non-Muslims. Yeah. And I want to say through this maulana. And I'm thinking of that particular imam. May Allah grant him jannatul for those if he has passed on, and may Allah if he hasn't passed on, may Allah give him a good life inshallah. Amen at that point he wasn't worried about the concept and about the discussion and about the whole ideology whether, mm. whether whether we should he was worried about the children having a happy day for one day in the year. Mm-hmm. And perhaps that is often what we should uh, adopt, you adopt know, in our approaches. That the child who explains everything can who discuss the kids, yeah. very, very, very clear and the issues yeah. and on the Dini issues. So Kinet Very clear and clear. And I, I know, think, I think was that was the kind of love and the kind of respect that existed and we hope hoping it must come back.
0: Yes. Um
1: in fact we we, at my masjid Alhamdulillah we we make a point, you know, that Juma time and we remind the the, the the brothers and when we have our food feed, don't park in front of the homes of our non-Muslim neighbors. Mm. And uh, we also, you know, the Adhan, um, 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 we should respect in that way that, that, that these people, four o'clock, they don't have to be awake. Mm. Uh, but yet they tolerate us yes. in, in, in this way. So we should, ex- uh, you know, respect them too. Hmm. But be that as in May, I think uh, there are more questions yes. lined up for us let's,
0: let's go into that before we turn it into yeah, some other program yes. today yes. Remember our program is uh, marriages We're looking at marriages and also your questions We just surfed it for a moment But uh, inshallah we'll be taking your questions now The next one that speaks about um, son-in-law Does my son-in-law break my wudu and yeah, that's the question.
1: Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, the straightforward answer is no. The son-in-law becomes haram to the mother by virtue of some ulama, some madhahib say that by virtue of the marriage, uh, by virtue of just having said kabiltu to the daughter for the da- marriage of the daughter, the son becomes haram. Other ulama say, other scholars and other madhahib say no. There has to be consummation of the marriage. Uh, in order for the son to become haram for the mother, uh, the son in law to become haram for the mother. But either way, and then there's some Madhaib uh, and some schools of thought that say that there must be khalwatul sahiha. you know, that the two of them have to be alone together, albeit for a moment. Um, Shafi Rahimahullah Imam Shafi Rahimahullah is of the opinion that there has to be consummation There can be the Qabul, the acceptance, the Ijab and the Qabul, the acceptance of the proposal And they can even be together, but if there has not been consummation um, And by consummation of the marriage we mean where there hasn't been penetration of the private of the husband Into the private of the wife uh, when that hasn't taken place, then uh, and 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 the, for example, they have a talaq Then the marriage hasn't been consummated. Then the lady does not go under idda, and then it is permissible to marry the mother because of not having had consummation of the marriage. If, however, the marriage has been cons- consummated, meaning there was sexual intimacy between husband and wife, then the mother of the wife becomes haram forever, even after the demise of the wife, or even after the wife has been uh, divorced. The mother still remains haram. And because of that prohibition, it is therefore uh, uh, he does not break her wudu and she does not break his wudu. We must remember that wudu is broken by those we can marry. So everyone, anyone that we can marry, that person breaks our wudu and that includes cousins. I can't touch my cousin uh, freely because if I have wudu, she will break my wudu because I can marry my cousin. So yes, uh, the mother-in-law does not break the wudu of the son-in-law, and the son-in-law does not break the wudu of the mother-in-law.
0: Okay. Shukran for yeah. that, uh, Maulana. Now we'll just look at your uh, SMSs uh, very quickly while our producer is just uh, uploading the current uh, SMSs for us. Okay, Shukran, there we go yes we're back to it remember we will be having our news at uh, 12 and after the news we will be back with our questions and our answers again um in the meanwhile i think we can go for another uh, question just before we go for the approximately three minutes we do have left the next question says uh, we are married 45 years uh, lots of sober forgiveness understanding humor and uh, that comes from Fadil Shukran for a very really good program. I think, uh, is, is that uh, Fadil Tofi? I think that might, be, uh, that might be him. The very dear. Yes, uh, yes our uh, yes, Saturday Mashella. morning yes, uh, yes. presenter. Lovely a, person, joy. sweet person. Amazing May person. May Allah
1: keep him with us for, for long and very, very long, inshallah. I, mean, I
0: mean, to him and uh, Muhammad Zain on the Saturday yes, morning. Yes, yes. Uh, our next question a uh, man proposed to a lady one year ago, and so many times after that, too. He makes a lot of promises to her which he never fulfill but she always forgive him they both love each other um they both love each other very much don't want to do any haram but she getting tired now of his promises but she knows that he wants her as his wife what can she do
1: Okay. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Yes, first of all, may Allah Ta'ala bring that proposal to an end. The proposal must not be, and um, I say this very carefully, Maulana, but I'm going to say it. It must not be used as a tool to book you. It must be a serious intention. It must be a serious uh, nia that I want to marry you. The proposal is merely a formality. And therefore it must be, it, it must not be used as if they mm. The proposal is not that. The proposal is merely to say that, inshallah, within soon I will come and ask you to marry me. So yes, indeed, I, I feel that in that particular instance, the proposal might have been used as a tool to book her. Mm. Uh, whilst on the other hand, there might be many other people who are more seriously, uh, you know, in, uh, or more, more serious about marrying her. And so therefore she needs to give him a final ultimatum. I want you to know when we're going to marry when you're going to get married And if this is not going to happen, then I, I'm not going to extend this proposal for much too longer. My concern is also that whilst the couple Alhamdulillah, we, we shukr Allah that they've refrained from haram um, But this is like a sheep grazing on the edge of the cliff mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of time and this is a big concern. It's a matter of time before one foot one 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 paw Mm. Just slips off the cliff and the whole sheep falls off the cliff. Mm. So this is a dangerous uh, uh, grazing ground and uh, therefore I want to urge that she gives him one final proposal. I also want to say That the wakil the ladies wakil should step in and say listen, my daughter is not standing in a window Mm. the everybody can just walk by and look but they cannot my daughter is not Uh, a what's the word that a mannequin in 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 a shop window my daughter is made up of flesh emotion and she too has a heart, don't play with it. Mm-hmm. So I think the wakil also needs to step
0: in there, inshallah. Yes, inshallah, especially to the young men, don't play with the girls' Absolutely,
1: hearts. absolutely. And I think, Molana, I mean, having made the proposal, it wasn't a serious intention by the look of it, uh, based on the false promises that he's making.
0: Hmm. Well, now we have to go for that uh, news now at 12. Uh, so the news at 12, and uh, join us after the news, inshallah, as we continue with our marriage program. Your questions and answers on 47913.
2: From Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM.
0: Welcome uh, back to our program. You're on the voice of the Cape, and inshallah, we'll be taking still more of your questions and also your answers uh, for our program. That's our marriage program, and uh, the SMS numbers four seven nine one three. Um, as we look at some more of your questions right now. Um, I was just going to some more of those questions. Remember that uh, I think firstly what we will be doing. So that's the I, I was I'm just telling Moana now. I never thought that uh, in Mich- in Mitchell's Plain there will be a, a road with the name of Sheikh Hassan Road. So uh, I was a bit confused there with reading out. Perhaps the it shows of the, the
1: uh, it shows the deep uh, footspoor that the Muslim
0: community has in uh, in Mitchell's Plain. MashaAllah. Cape Town as a whole, by the city, Akbar. Alhamdulillah we're moving on with our questions once again remember that number it's 47913 Mm -hmm. we're taking your questions and uh inshallah pertaining to marriages Uh, so let us continue with our following question it says here um the next question reads Salam to my favorite program i need to say means they will never give us and uh, that's from uh, Gigi. i suppose that's auntie Gigi that sent that comment there to us our next um, uh, message or our next question, my husband embraced long before we got married. But now for more than five years, he does not uphold his deen. I'm tired of talking to him and it always ends up in an argument. Please advise, Kanada.
1: Okay, bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, what the sister needs to bear in mind is that the husband was not born Muslim. And he was not raised as a Muslim. He became a Muslim. And so Islam was something relatively new to him when he embraced Islam. And I can imagine that uh, it must have been a lot of excitement, a lot of good intentions, mashallah. And uh, again, we need to say that Iman in itself is Yazid wa Yanqus. Mm -hmm. You know, it goes up and down, it goes up and down. Maybe this is the down phase. Maybe this is the phase where he needs support more than criticism. Where he needs encouragement more than nagging and where he needs, uh, you know, friends and peers around him more than what he needs anyone else. So I would suggest to the wife, inshallah, that uh, speak to his Muslim friends, uh, those, uh, you know, around him and ask him to help you, uh, encourage him, but do not give up. Also, we want to say that, alhamdulillah, we shukar Allah that at least, alhamdulillah, he is still a Muslim. Mm -hmm. He has not forsaken Islam. He has not left the deen. And hence, we we need to look at uh, how we're going to get that brother. Also, very important that um, at every masjid, uh, there is a, a few brothers who who uh, do the work of tabligh. Mm. Uh, maybe she can uh, you know, contact one of these brothers to ask them to maybe make a turn once in a while. The brothers will be more than willing to assist. Mm. And anyone else that she feels he might have respect for, and to just encourage him and speak to him etc i also want to say that maybe she should also instead of then saying that she's tired of speaking maybe she should she should then not speak anymore and let someone else try um often you, you know means rakmus mano. akada so maybe if he, she gives him a little bit of
0: Kri- Something, different. Something <laughs>
1: different, some Krifkery, <laughs> but they mustn't buy it on the streets, eh, Molana? Because uh, I've had some What's reports. Yeah, I've had some reports of people buying some Krifkery on the streets and they became Ayy. very sick, Molana.
0: Ayy. So, <laughs> bah- yi hospital yi le? Allah,
1: may Allah grant you your health, Molana, A-meen. A-meen. Uh, so, uh, But then, you know, she needs to look at getting others to speak to him as well. And maybe others might have a different approach. She maybe a a personal character attack approach. Hmm. Jays, D, Jays, Die, Jays, Someone else might have a different approach that if you do this, Allah will grant you this, inshallah. Hmm. If you do this, Allah will grant you this. Um, you know, and and encouragement from a non-personal uh, kind of, uh, yeah. you know... Non-judgmental. Non, yes, yes. Uh, Whereas husband and wife, of, often they end up... Um, 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 Criticising each other's characters, mm-hmm. and they uh, assassinate each other's characters. That uh, there and then, and they, they end up, and then the issue is forgotten, and they say, "Yeah, by Jesus, so, so, so. I mean, a simple argument can come, over a simple example. The vrouw say for the man, "I like a certain, I like die Da for argument like So to say, in atable ni to fatimani mani atable. To say, say the girl I has a girl who has a girl who has a girl who the a girl who has a girl who has a girl who has a girl who has that girl who has a 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 issue. Is a girl <laughs> yeah. a girl who has a girl okay, like like mm-hmm. you who know, so yes indeed, and the man up the other can say, okay my bokkie, you for you so like, my last app hmm. You know, then it, it, the situation might have been saved. Diffused. And diffused. Yeah. But uh, indeed sometimes uh, in, in situations like these, that donkey man yet, they neg. And he interprets her encouragement as nagging because they say, fro. Well, maybe if a friend of his are going to phone him, for now, Majit, and he might sit and that kind of thing. Yes, indeed, and it doesn't it get uh, taken up so personally.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to go for our ad breaks, and inshallah we come back with some more of your questions.
2: My radio station, your radio station, our radio station. Ninety-one point three FM and ninety-five point eight
0: FM, stereo. Molina, FM be, be stereo. Before we get into the next question, just a comment here. Um, I think this was uh, speaking about the 66 Six just early on. Uh, so the person asked, "Salam, was <laughs> the Kteka Buddha Brahma?" Are you? But I mij was mij buien, zo stroojonge.
1: Allah Allah yes buita breem was mij was mij opa gaf And buita breem wachie. Ja en ja die keteke So yes indeed that was my grandfather. We don't want to go into the family history more is aan Okay, well
0: let's go on to the next questions here with our bearish program. As says my daughter has a problem. Uh, Sister in law is very friendly with her husband. How does she nip her sister-in-law in the bud? Her husband doesn't seem to give her much attention. Must my daughter speak to her husband?
1: Yes, Rahim. There's one hadith where the Nabi Muhammad SAW warns us against the brother-in-law. This means against the husband's brother. Meaning that uh, the Nabi SAW says, watch out. Uh, you know, something similar. I don't have the exact Arabic wording, so I don't want to, uh, you know, commit to that. But the Nabi Sallam says, "Watch out for the brother-in-law because indeed he is moat. he is death." Meaning that watch out, he can be so uh, dangerous. That is the brother's brother, the husband's brother. And I think by the same token, we can apply the same. I have had many instances, Molana, where the sister-in-law throws herself at the husband, at the brother-in-law, and in the end, the marriage breaks up. I think the sister, the wife, has the obligation of approaching and confronting the sister-in-law and making her understand that she is haram for the husband, although temporarily she can marry the husband after the sister has passed on or was divorced, but she's haram for him right now. Mm. I think also that, I think also, in fact, I know of a particular case, Molana, where uh, it was made clear in so many words that I want your husband. I want him and I want him for myself. Hmm. And uh, eventually the sister passed on and the husband didn't end up marrying that sister hmm. And and I mean she waited and waited and waited So yes indeed I agree with that lady Please confront your sister-in-law before it's again grazing on the edge of that cliff hmm. And whilst she might not see it as dangerous um, She's she being over friendly It is as dangerous as it gets we've had many many instances of husbands jawling with their sisters uh, with their wives sisters and in the end, the marriage suffers and ends and is, you know, destroyed. And we've had many, many brothers joining with his brother's wife. Mm. So this is not Islam. This is not who the Muslim community is or should be. Uh, we should draw the lines when it comes to what segregation. We should draw the lines. The sister-in-law is not allowed to expose herself in front of the wife's brother, uh, husband because it is haram. Although uh, he's har, she's haram to marry, but exposure of her body, for example, is totally haram, uh, you know, at any stage. And so yes, indeed, she should confront her, and I think even she she may be met with vadangiran van may and and that kind of thing. But I think she should get the husband first on her side. Because she did mention that the husband doesn't think much of it. The husband has to think a world of it. He has to make a fuss. He has to make an issue. Because I think for as long as he's going to tolerate and entertain the sister in law, so long she's going to continue. Um, I'm not going to say this, Iyakum you know, beware yourselves of suspicion. We're not suspecting the brother. But we are also saying is that his silence and his uh, nonchalant approach may also very well be an encouragement to that sister in law, ah, I see She can I see a naxi. And Allah bavar, Molana, Allah bavar. Yeah, who yes. knows that the can, you know, like idea attention what they create? Yeah. So, yes, indeed, she should first get the husband on her side and tell the husband this was nonsense. Just got throat with me, for vival, for me, or for her. Make up your mind. And she should make a fuss. She should really make a fuss. I always say, Molana, even if it means you have to call in some family members as well, but make a fuss of it. Make a big issue so that the husband and, and the sister in law must know you. Ukotala yikat mula kiti kom lost my love didanga you know so yes indeed confront the husband and confront the sister.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, as we continue with our questions yeah. uh, The questions is on uh, 47913 We're taking your questions Our guest today, the Honourable Mullah Sabri Davids Imam at Masjid Uthani Also having programmes on a Friday evening Having those marriage classes But as Mullah mentioned, not uh, very shortly They're still on holiday But uh, Mullah will let us know when yes, those classes uh, commence inshallah. We continue with our questions uh, Islam just asked question for friend Shukran, fantastic programme Here's the question. Is it wrong to accuse your partner who likes to stand on stoop almost like he watched the neighbor he say his wife is silly? Okay. It It is wrong to accuse anyone
1: of any action without any evidence or witnesses. Uh, we, I think we've gone to the extent of saying we, we almost believe that we can see what is in a person's heart and what is in a person's mind. If there's any haram, in the person's heart and in his mind, there's wisdom why Allah has concealed it from us. If that person has haram intentions or haram in mind or haram at heart, Allah will deal with that person for those intentions. In fact, intentions are not sinful. Intentions are not sinful. If I intend to do haram, it doesn't mean I've, I, I've committed haram. And so therefore, uh, the wife does not have the right to accuse the husband uh, or Nor does any Muslim have the right to accuse any other Muslim of any action uh, without uh, due proof and evidence. Yeah. However, it also it is such that what the eye sees, the heart starts to desire. So she should perhaps tell the husband that it's something called Radul Basr. Yeah. He should lower his gaze. And uh, no wonder she's becoming suspicious because she might see him looking at the neighbor or at the neighbor's daughter. And uh, or the neighbor's wife, for that matter, or at other females passing when he stands or sits on the stoop. Mm. So I feel that she should remind him, and we should remind him of Ghadul Basr that he should lower his gaze. It is haram to gaze at a woman that we can marry, it is haram. Mm. And so, therefore, Nabi Muhammad said to Sayyidina Ali that for the first look, not for the first gaze, for mm. the first look, you will not be held responsible. But subsequent to that, you are responsible for and you will be taken to task for so hence if you sit on the stoop and you're watching a tennis match You, bowl, and mm. too, you know every every a skirt un, mm. double yeah, that. It, it, It's bound that the wife will become suspicious, so I think she should tell him that to look is also haram But at the same time she cannot accuse him of in haram intentions by virtue of this That beware yourselves of suspicion
0: mm. Yes um, I, I think also Just in my opinion as well I think uh, this uh, this time of the year also It is summertime, And obviously this time of the, the year The, the, the women also You know some women they, t- yeah, t- they expose
1: really. They expose
0: yeah. So maybe the gentlemen You know they can go on jamaat During this time yes, Go for the uh, three days Or yeah, fourteen days yeah, Or yeah. whatever Or it, go if you have by it, the it means Go for umrah, Whatever absolutely, it might be yeah, yes There's so many things There's so
1: many things Instead of watching naked women Yes Allah protect Allah
0: protect us Okay yes, molana. Is the cricket is clear now? I think they wasting these molana.
1: Ya fuito fuito desgrace pa on desgrace.
0: but uh, uh, let us continue with our questions. It says Assalamu yes, salam to all in the studio. Shukran for an informative program. Please elaborate does your husband break the wife's wudu? Shukran wa salam.
1: Molana bismillahir rahmanir rahim. There's a there's a difference of opinion amongst the scholars. According to the Madhab of Imam Shafi' rahimahullah, the wudu breaks, and according to the Madhab, uh, madhab of Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, the wudu, the wudu of a husband does not break when his wife touches him. That is as straightforward as we can answer it, Maulana. Mm. Um,
0: Shafi' Madhab,
1: the wudu breaks.
0: Okay, here we go. Next question, uh, major problem sticking its head amongst prominent Muslim couples is getting their marriages annulled, fasakh or after being married for more than 30 years. What is happening? My heart is breaking for these people. Subhanallah, have they no sabr. So I think that's yes,
1: it. Shukran for that comment. Uh, the wise one can never answer, Molana. Why is it happening? Allah is the one that knows the real truth behind it. But uh, we ask Allah to give us uh, you know, sabr in our marriages, like the uh, listener saying, that the sabr is really absent, Molana. May Allah grant us that sabr and bring it back, inshallah. Allahumma amen.
0: Um, I'm just looking at this message. I think there's another part to it. So I'll just uh, leave it for now. That's from 3542 and uh, we'll get back to it. Well, let me just read it uh, and and try to understand. Do I have to, I'm 63, also have lots of aches and pains and don't always feel well. So I don't know whether there's an additional part to that question. Um, I'll ask Mullah another question, okay. and then I'll try to um, I go through the SMS line and see perhaps if there's another aspect to that question okay. So the next question says, oh, I'm very sad the state of iman of certain men today They marry women, so they don't have to be single parents, but then they make their own children's mothers single parents Allah guide these men to the sunnah of our beloved Nabi, <laughs> sallallahu alayhi wa sallam um that seems to be a comment Comment, as well next one salam i need advice from allah i have moved to my mom's house with children as we had to move from the place we have been staying now my husband don't want to stay with us at mom's house he's staying at his mom's place he only wants to come weekends he's full of excuses about why he don't want to stay with us what can i do
1: okay bismillah rahman rahim first of all one needs to look at it from this point of uh, or this perspective i hope the husband nafaqas them Let's start there. If he does not willfully nafaka them, and uh, I've had a similar case where the husband feels, if that be the case, then the lady has grounds for a fasko nikah. Because there's willful and intentional um, and vigilant even, uh, you know, aware, very aware of, uh, of uh, refusal to nafaka. He's is, is aware that he's refusing. If that is the case, then the lady should go to the imam or the sheikh or the Molana of the area and, and explain her matter to him, so that he uh, to her, uh, so that he can call in the husband to discuss the nafaka aspect. As for the refusal of the husband to live where the wife is, usually it's it's the re- reverse way. The hu- wife has to go where the husband can accommodate her. I don't feel that it is correct that he refuses to live and be with his family. I feel the family has the right to see. To see him every day And it is not as if he was chased away It is not as if he was banned from there It is not if they have prohibited him From coming there I also think that this is becoming a matter of convenience To him I can not weekends go instap uh, And then, uh, do what he wants to do In the privacy of the bedroom And then well will it We're we'll gonna I don't think this is a marriage. I think this is a matter of convenience. The matter should be addressed and changed ASAP because to me that is not much of a marriage at all. It has become convenient to him because now he is f- uh, free to do what he wants, go where he wants and see who he wants, go with his friends or wherever, and she must just sit with the kids and, 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 and high and dry. Um, it is an unfair It is an unfair situation, and therefore I feel that she should call in the imam of the area to uh, discuss this with him and work out a way forward. Again, I want to say that that husband is not doing the correct thing, because it seems to me clearly it's a matter of convenience to Mm. him.
0: Yes. Mullah, the next one. Um, Can my son get married again without talaq papers? As his first wife cheated on him and he verbally talaqed her, that was a year ago. Uh, he wants to get married to another lady now. Shukran. Okay, Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim. We must remember that the talak papers
1: system, uh, we, that many agencies, uh, such as the MJC, gives to confirm that the person has been talak, It's just merely. Uh, in, in our era and our age today, you have so many common walking around, Molana. Mm-hmm. You have so many people that say so many things, and then if you if you investigate, you find out but it's not the truth. So 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 to alleviate that aspect of it. To alleviate that aspect of it, uh, there is something called, you know, your talaq papers, just to verify that you've given your wife a talaq and that you are now a free person, just to convince so that you can move on with your life. It is not an absolute necessity, but I can understand if that was a request from the girl that he wants to marry or her parents, or even from the imam that's going to marry them, I can understand why they're doing that, because... um there's so many people walking around saying and mm. and in the end you find that the man is still married. There was instances where the man was still married to four wives mm. and he wanted to marry number five. Yes. And he didn't talak any one of the four. But it for Amakh sin Nikas Vehfan he is weg van zijn in his mind, weg van zijn means Talak. But mm. he didn't issue talaks. Mm. So he had to trace all of them and give them talaks before he could marry the number five. Mm. What am I saying, Mulan? I'm saying that it is not a matter of must, but it's rather a preferred thing. I, I always advise people who didn't go through, a talaq doesn't have to go through an agency. We must remember this. You don't have to go to the imam or the MGC or other agencies to put your, to, to, to talaq your, mari- uh, your wife or to fas- fasak your marriage. It is the preferred way. And it is, I, I encourage it that it must be done through the Imam. It must be done through the MJC. It must be done through somebody or some ulama. Because if we're going to say that mm. it's already the case, mm. it's already the case, Fatima mm. said to me, mm. he's going to brush. going to going to going to so what is this? we are playing with this talak. we are playing with something that Allah has made halal but it it is it is it angers Allah the most and I think we all know the hadith. It angers Allah the most. What I want to suggest to that lady that she does, if he doesn't have papers, go to your nearest police station and make an affidavit to say I, Mr. XYZ, hereby swear under oath that I have divorced my wife by Islamic rights on such and such a date and I have cited Mr. ABC and Mr. E. F. But who <laughs> acted if? EFG. Mr. EFG <laughs> as witnesses. Yes. All right. And let Mr. EFG and Mr. ABC go with you and mm-hmm. sign a yes, we were witness when he talaqed his wife. And make a copy of that and show it to. This is the best I can do. Go to the imam also. Ask they tell the imam, Maulana Sheikh of Imam, there is no het, and this is the best I can do. There was no issues because uh, no papers issued because we didn't work through an agency, and let the imam then also issue some form of documentation or just a, a note to say that Mr. X Y Z has been to me with Mr. A B C and Mr. E F G, mm. and they explained the L M N. Yes To me And I have uh, Subsequently uh, It has come to my notice And I have reason to believe That he had uh, Did uh, in fact Talaq his wife mm. And use uh, that as, as, as documentation As proof If the If the If the Whatever is the fan Yeah It at least Won't blow up In the imam's face Or in his face mm-hmm. But if we he, uh, If he's uh, You know And I can understand The father's uh, Insistence Or I can understand The girl's insistence Um, Because there's so many people walking around Telling lies about their marriages
0: Mm -hmm. Our next question It says uh, what we need to do What we need to do My daughter got married six years ago Uh, The mom-in-law never Accepted her as she planned a nikah For a son with someone else This woman just And it ends there the message And it continues on another line I just make dua for my mom-in-law How do a person get through To the mom-in-law
1: Okay, Um Perhaps we should start at uh, how do a person get through to the young ladies of today who uh, needs to understand that there's no mom-in-law in Islam. Now we say this over and over. We repeat this over and over. But it is a fact It is isn't no mom-in-law. Um, the husband, for example, becomes haram to the mother. So she becomes like his own mother. So as he says, sometimes we need to understand that for the elderly... It is, it is more difficult to change. So I as as, as as the younger generation person should look at how can I ch- adapt so that I can understand how the elderly think. And if I understand how the elderly think, I can understand where the elderly comes from with their many, many, um, uh, you know, uh, whatever it is they present. Mm-hmm. And then also, I, I also want to say that uh, I don't believe any human being is worse than Fir'aun. And I don't believe any human being can be better than Nabi Musa ﷺ. And yet Allah told Nabi Musa ﷺ to use words, soft, kind words. Mm. And Allah instructed Nabi Musa ﷺ to be to be gentle towards Fir'aun. So if Allah instructed Nabi Musa ﷺ to be gentle towards Fir'aun, and and use gentle and kind words, then indeed we should do, have that same attitude when we approach others. Yeah. As to how you do break through to your mother-in-law, perhaps you don't have to break through. Perhaps you must adapt mm. Perhaps you must adapt and say let's look at what she's telling me. Is it really so life-altering? Is it really so bad if my mother-in-law comes in my home and tells me Once a month for example she comes there or maybe once in twi- two months or three months and she says, Chava, mm. Is dit dan really so bad as sy vir Gava sê, uh, jy moet die so draai? Mm-hmm. Draai die waas, na die blomme, wees na die venster, en sê, so dat die zon kan vang. Yeah. Is dit really so bad? Nou gaat Gava na Chakir sê, Gava, wat ga ek, jy moet kan nal of jou sê, sy moet hier in my huis kom en vir my koffer te mm. In reality, sy only meant well. Sy only meant good. So wat sê dan wees vir om te sê, rechtdag, mamie, hy soek ran vir mamie sy advice. Mm. Gava, jy moet esten een paar sins aan die kindse tannes smeer as hy as hy tannis nie, om vagawe, om te sê, "Okay, mommy, for your advice, ek appreciate it." en as hy uitloop by die dea, of mamie loop uit by die dee, sê ek dit, ek my foot, my dokter my het, hmm. of sê net niks, en moet net nie doen nie, yes. because what you don't know, Can't hurt you So as mommy Let for mommy Because mommy's intentions Is not good And as for How do you change uh, A mother-in-law You don't change your parents You change for them You change towards them You change with them You adapt your attitude You adapt your approach Your confrontational uh, Aggressive approach Let's adapt that Hmm. And say I must be submissive to them Not them to me and so, yes, indeed, I want to tell the sister that perhaps don't, don't concentrate on breaking through. Concentrate on forging a relationship. Hmm. And I want to say that now she might say that, yeah, I try, I try, I try. I want to tell you, my sister, even if a tap drips on a hard rock, after some period of time, this soft water, that, that little drop of water has no power whatsoever, but it can cause that hard rock to eventually crack. Mm. So if you shower her with kindness and goodness for long enough, she will soften up towards you inshallah mm. And again, I want to say it doesn't have to be expensive Ferrero or Shea chocolates <laughs> It doesn't have to be expensive anything. It can be as little mm. as a As a as a as a Wilson block yes. or little as a as a chippy bubblegum mm. But it is the idea and the thought as the flea market in a Cooper Duke And as a cheaper van 20 Mommy, if you have seen it on your film, she will give it to Allah <laughs> She will give it to her. She will give it to her. She will give it to her. She will give it to Yes, She
0: will give it to I'm sure that, uh, that person that uh, asked that question, I'm sure that resonates and probably answering and that, well, that's probably replying to probably 200,000 other people as well. Yes. Because that's usually, that's usually uh, the, the in-laws case. story. Yes, uh, it's a long it's always, story. A, always a problem always an issue yes. but inshallah may Allah guide all of us Ay- inshallah Allah. well now the next question I think we have two minutes left before we go for the break so if we can ask the question and uh, inshallah maybe just continue after the break as well mm-hmm. it says here salam imam I'm married 40 years this is the question that we didn't have the entire one for okay. it says uh, salam imam I'm married 40 years but my husband is still treating me as if I'm his maid he uses our two sons age 24 and 26 as an excuse for me to cook food. Let me just continue on the next page. Do I have to? I'm 63, also have lots of aches and pains, and don't always feel well.
1: Okay. Yes, first of all, I want to say that it is not a a, duty or obligation of the wife to cook. This we need to understand. But I also... And, and it's also not the obligation of the wife to look after and cook for a 26-year-old and a 24-year-old. Allahumma, how molana. they can look after themselves. But I want to say that who else will the children, Allahumma, who otherwise, more than that, taught no to no more as a means and copio your is the fraging of all for your majekama who but it is mommy made what is good? Some children even have this in them. They walk straight to the pots and straight to the fridge, although it is not correct. we don't have the right to do that. But this is the kind of understanding that we see in mother. And mommy seen us, that mommy is only the one who makes it good. Mommy is my the one who makes good to eat. Mommy is only the one who makes it good to console. So yes indeed, uh, on the one hand it is not your duty or obligation to cook and especially given the fact that you have many illnesses and pains and aches may Allah grant you shifa and kamilan a complete recovery inshallah but at the same time there needs to be compromise i for example uh, in my if i if i look at my household molana my children and i know that on a saturday for example we're not going to get any cooked food mm. because that is my wife's day off really because on a friday she cooks a beautiful lunch every friday and uh, every day of the week she cooks uh, food in the home and so Saturdays is her day off from cooking and occasionally even uh, you know, uh, occasionally even the wife says I mm. I we, we have in my home for example this this general agreement that if the wife uh, did not cook we don't make a fuss of it <laughs> as hy eiers in die ijs is, Molina, en as atypels, dan kan sy eiers en chips eet. En dan die neks dag, ek weer chips en eiers. Change the menu. <laughs> en dan as die kaas is, en dan ek sê eendag kaas en and brood, dan change die menu weer naar brood en kaas. <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying, Molina? I'm saying that I can understand how that lady feels if she's been married for more than 40 years. For elke dag moet sy kost daar maak voor die stoof. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be compromise. And especially given her health situation, I would suggest that she goes the route of telling the family that I'm going to cook every second day. Mm-hmm. Every second day we're going to eat a sandwich or we're going to fry some eggs or other of chips and yes, So there needs to be compromise in that particular situation, inshallah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to go for a break right now. It's twelve forty one. We'll come back with more of your questions. <laughs> of the Cape,
2: 91.3 FM serial. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the
0: voice of the Cape. We're taking the rest of your questions on uh, 47913. And let us get immediately into some of those questions. Um, that's the one that we asked just before that. The son left the house. This is the, the, the next question, yes. The son left the, the mom house to get married to my daughter. But we spoke to mom before Nikah, about two months before the Nikah, even the day before Nikah. Okay.
1: So the son left the home mm-hmm. to go get married. Yeah. Um, okay. Th-
0: that's all that I see of the question. I'm trying to see for another aspect of the question. Three, three, two, four. That's your number ends in three, three, two, four. Um, is that the entire question that you sent? Or is there another aspect to this question? So uh, three, three, two, four. If you okay, let us. I see at the bottom is another part of it. She don't visit him. Just spread rumors. Okay, after seven, eight eight SMSs, I see the next part of the SMS. Uh, She don't visit them. Just spread rumors. As this, uh, the other girls visit the mom too a week. She don't speak to her. I think uh, Imam don't understand.
1: Um, I think S- Melana, S- L- T- you know, the tidbits uh, that come through doesn't give us a complete picture. Mm-hmm. What I uh, maybe if the listener can can perhaps just uh, give one complete SMS, um, and then and then just you know instead of sending bits and you know bits and pieces, mm. what I gather is that it seems that the mother-in-law is not very happy with the daughter-in-law, as a wife for the son, and that the mother-in-law seems to be encouraging another lady or another girl. Uh, and have a good relationship with that girl as opposed to having a good relationship with the daughter-in-law I don't know if that is the correct conclusion okay. can, can
0: we leave that Mullah I, I agree try because we don't want to yeah, and, and look we, into that yes, and uh, yeah, then we can come back to it mm. um, let's go with the next one um, uh, for the, so can you can kind of I like explain the difference between a talaq and a fasakh
1: Okay, basically I'm just going to very briefly say that the talaq is the domain of the husband. The husband has uh, in his right uh, the opportunity of three talaqs for every person that he marries. Uh, The fasquh nikah is what we call an annulment of the marriage and this can be done jointly by the wakil of the the lady and of course uh, the qadi, the judge. But of course in our instance we don't have a qadi but we have the next best thing and that is a panel of ulama uh, and I usually refer, like I said, I the agency of, my, of choice to me is the MJC. I usually refer cases to the MJC. And uh, we're a panel of olamasat And they have a sharia court. They get the perspectives of each husband and wife. And then subsequent to that, they uh, then issue a fasqonikah. So the fasqonikah is when the lady is in an abusive marriage where her rights are violated, both her marital rights and her uh, human rights are violated, and the rights as a Muslim are violated. She has the right to a Faskunikah, and the husband, of course, he has the domain of issuing the talaq to the wife, either in uh, in wording, in words, what we call Shafawiyatan, uh, orally, or in writing, uh, Kitabatan, um, with witnesses, of course, and, and, and the whole procedure we have to has to be uh, procedurally correct. So, a talaq, so to speak, belongs to the husband, and Faskunikah. So to speak, belongs to the wife.
0: Mm-hmm. The next one, well, it says, uh, as with uh, Allah Skudra, we married for 38 years. Masha'Allah. Small problem, ulana. whenever we visit children or they visit us, my husband must just yeah. I am in discussion with kids. Then he can't wait. For instance, they will say, how can mom do so or say that? Then he can't wait to gun me. He like to pluck stamps up. <laughs>
1: Allah <laughs> Akbar. wat <laughs> Molana, I think uh, after 38 years that couple should have realized that the kindness hulle besagt as die kinders besagt het. And therefore the mom should not discuss anything that happens between mother and father with, ch- with the children because it creates in the children a sense of confusion. the kan the ma the van die the die pa by die kinders en die pa praat van the ma by die, die pot voor weet is even swat. What we are saying is that it should never become the children's decision ever. Who they wanna be more attached to. They should be attached to both their parents, irrespective of what the father might be, irrespective of what the mother might be. Of course the child has the right, if mommy's wrong, my mommy uh metrespect for mommy, that mommy was done. In daddy, with respect for daddy, my daddy was But ultimately, parents should not make their business the children's business. Simply because you put that child in such an awkward position, I guess leave us a pa. I just leave us a ma. So mutti for let that um thy loyalty, and that love must never be in any way shaken, and don't uh, by, by me speaking to my son about my wife or my daughter about my wife i 'm doing an injustice not only to my wife uh, by speaking about her i 'm eating her flesh but i 'm also doing an injustice to my children because now I demand in a kind of way I demand my child to become lo- more loyal or less loyal to my wife and more loyal to me. Mm. I almost demand from my child to see things the way I see it, although my child might disagree with me. So uh, I cannot assume that as I am going can say ABC van my vrouw, that gaan will ABC. My child must make up his own mind and it must never be such that I encourage a child or any child to turn against any parent, mother or father. And even if the parent is wrong, even if the mother is wrong, and even if the father is guilty of whatever the mother says, then who is the child to come and judge? Allah is the judge. Hmm. Then sometimes I will can optrate in any hours. So yes indeed, Ma'lana, the, the children uh, shouldn't be made part of the parent's
0: business Mm -hmm. we have to go for our ad break and we come back with your in this final segment we come back with uh, more of your questions just a very quick comment here by one of our sms uh, senders salam to the imams in studio excellent program and it's very interesting keep up the good work and we can learn and we can also implement this in our lives
2: Our radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo.
0: Our guest today, the Honourable Imam at Masjid Uthani Moulinah Sabri Davids, and taking your answers as well. The next, or rather this is a comment, it says, Shukran for, for sharing Molana's knowledge on deen and Islamic behaviour so much hikmah comes through molana sabri we appreciate alhamdulillah alhamdulillah um, as we move also on molana just to some more questions i see it standing at 97 and i have not refreshed as yet so there's quite a bit of questions that we need to get through um, let's move on i do apologize if we not co- if we haven't uh, gotten through to all the questions but what we will do inshallah if molana is with us next week then we can uh, just make a copy and uh, when wanna come yes. if it is now if it should be so we just need to speak yes. to oh, our if in fact Whether uh, yes, yes, yes. So. it can uh, yeah. take place again inshallah it says yeah, Allah, what am i as a mother to do my son is living with his girlfriend who is non-muslim they have a baby girl and she is muslim make du'a for my son kanala Okay, Bismillah rahman rahim I can understand that mother's uh,
1: frustration and I can understand the mother's uh, disappointment and I can understand the hurt. But what we need to realize, whether it's mother or son or father or son or father and daughter, that uh, the one will not be held responsible. For the sins and the uh, of of another, one will not be made to be to carry the burdens of another soul, so I think against that backdrop, I want to continue and say that uh, my dear sister in Islam and my my dear respected mother in Islam, you are not responsible for his behavior. I also want to say that if he is um, if he is uh, of age enough to have a girlfriend and a child, then he's of age to get married and so therefore, I want you to perhaps look at this that um, that making dua is not going to resolve the situation necessarily. Uh, inna Allahu yuqiruma bi qawmin hatta yuqiruma bi anfusim. That Allah will not change the condition of a people unless they change what is within themselves. And so in this particular instance, I can understand you might have spoken to him, speak to him again and again and again. And uh, perhaps take the Imam or the Sheikh or the Maulana of your area or even some of the Tabligh Jamaat brothers or any other brother or person that you feel that uh, will be able to convince him of the haram life that he's leading in terms of living together with his girlfriend and speak to him and telling him it is haram. And tell him that to marry is not You don't need money You don't need a big wedding You don't need nothing You can just get married And uh, yes indeed it is a worrying situation A saddening situation Because that's on the increase in the community Molana, Where uh, couples, Muslim couples even live together And feel that they need to try before they buy In Islam you buy And if you're not satisfied with the product You simply return to sender So uh, (laughs) well we don't mean it in the derogatory way But if we're not happy with the wives' certain qualities, and then we mutually agree, look, uh, uh, this is not for me. This is a different story. But the fact of the matter is that that son of yours must be approached. And I suggest that you take someone uh, other than yourself uh, to him and uh, ask uh, him to to, to reconsider this whole concept or this whole idea of staying with his girlfriend. And rather let them get married. It will take ten minutes to mm. get them married even less
0: okay well then Zayismael uh, um, uh, just told me now it's time to wrap up our program for today so I'll just mention these two uh, comments here wassalamu alaykum shukran mashallah program learnt a lot in likakhallah <laughs> alhamdulillah then another person says jazakallah khair for this informative program when we got married 38 years ago I decided not to skip all my salah, starting from tahajud ishraq uhah salah tasbih salah awabin and and uh, end off with shukar salah. He forever comments about it. And I still see to his needs first. Allahu Allah Akbar. Akbar. Amazing. Um, imagine he discourages and comments
1: uh, if his wife does something good. Allahu May Allah save us. taqwa. We are supposed to do ta'awun to perform ta'awun, mutual assistance and help and support. al-birri on those things which are good and wa taqwa and those things which will give us taqwa. But don't encourage and help each other and support each other On those sinful things. Well, uh, and disobedience, mm-hmm. and so therefore that husband needs to be told that I'm doing such good. Why are you criticizing me? Why are you commenting? Just sugar Allah that Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam says at dunya that this world is a is a Khayru uh, uh, mata yeah or khir mata. What? The best of this world is a pious woman, pious wife. What mm. more can you ask for? Mm. inshallah, may Allah grant you all our listeners, khair and nur. May Allah grant us all the best. Although we, we very commonly say our new year, mm. but may Allah grant us good for the year ahead because we pretty much, our lives, we pretty much based on the Gregorian calendar. So with that said, inshallah, may Allah grant us all the khair, all the nur, all the barakah for the um, period of time um, that lies ahead, inshallah. And I think I can safely depart and greet now, Mawlana. Yes. our time is up. Okay. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa
0: barakatuhu. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran to Mawlana Sabri. Then very quickly, Mawlana Hassan, Albert, and he says uh, to my birthday, to my daughter, baby daughter, slamat. Uh, we love you. Stacks, may Allah grant all that's good and successful grade nine, inshallah, that comes from your mom and your dad. He you never said the name, I can't remember the name right now, but that's from Mawlana Hassan, Albert, and shukran so much. My radio station, your radio station, Our radio station, the voice
2: of the Cape.